0: Welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast that's number one with everybody in the closet and people who love to play with their boppets. Big
1: Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No
0: Cap Big Facts No Cap Big Facts
1: No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap, Big facts. No. cap.
2: Cap. No cap. Poly boy. Let's chop it up. Let's get to it.
0: Yeah, let's chop it up.
2: How's your weekend, been? Uh uneventful. It's a little bit of science in, you know? Adulting. <laughs> a little bit of that for sure. A little bit of science in. And uh maybe maybe a little bit of trivia later. I've been trying to figure out how to get um a bigger vehicle for a day i think i'm maybe gonna have to just rent one but it's been an odd problem where i was like this feels like one of those things where i could probably send out like a dsa email and someone would probably come through but it feels like a weirdly intimate request to be like hey can you do you want to swap cars with me for a day
0: it is weirdly intimate but anyways i don't know
2: Any, anything exciting for your weekend mine wasn't very exciting i just uh marked some bees.
0: No, I went to a bookshop yesterday, and then at night, what did I do? What did I do at night? Can you, tell me if I'm, if,
2: can you tell me if I'm on, in the wrong on this? Um, I had a friend who texted me and was like, hey, do you have any recommendations for like restaurants or bars or like bakeries to go to in Sacramento? And I was like, yes. Do you have anything to like narrow it down a little bit more on what you're looking for? And she was like, honestly, no, I'm just going to be there this today. And I kind of wanted some like chill places to check out. And I just didn't find time yesterday to, like, make a nebulous list of all the places I like in Sacramento. Was that, should I should I have just sent her, like, three random places?
0: I don't think what you did was, uh, you, you haven't ruined a friendship. This is very salvageable territory of, like, sorry, forgot to hit you back. Yeah, yeah. Not like she can't Google good things to do in Sacramento or watch the movie Ladybird and go to whatever uh, coffee shop. Ooh, uh, Tower
2: Theater, baby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that what the Tower of Terror is based off of?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah and the battle oh, really the oh, Tower about... Babel. Mm. which I know you love I know you love that story
0: is that what the Eiffel Tower was based off of
2: no that's what um Eiffel Towering a girl is based off of you know what I mean <laughs>
0: my man hey or for you Adrian Eiffel Towering a dude let's
2: be inclusive hey Brady. everybody got two holes you know what I mean that's the thing I always say <laughs> <laughs> at least two everybody got at least two <laughs> Opinions are like holes. In a body. Everyone's got at least two.
0: <laughs> hey, Tell that to the middle person in human centipede brother. <laughs> they they would have killed for two holes.
2: <laughs> they have uh, their nostrils. Did, did, I, did I ever tell you about? So this this will round this will round back to what we were talking about. But I, I was talking to Marshall, our undergrad, about Spy Kids two, and you know that one quote that um, what's the guy's name?
0: Uh, Steve Buscemi says. Steve Buscemi
2: has about, do you think God too hides in heaven to, like, stay away from, yeah.
0: Do you think God too hides in heaven in fear of his own creations?
2: Yeah, so we mentioned that quote. Marshall was like, wait, that meme is from that movie? Like, yeah, that's a real line in that movie. And uh, I was just thinking about how, like, it took me back when you're talking about how comedy was hard of, like, the really weird visceral memory I have of the Jimmy Neutron special where the villain alien in that thing says like dying is easy comedy is hard and i was like what a weird sentiment to put in a kid's movie <laughs> uh those lines really stick with you Oh had a ton of that shit but that, that was like barely a kid's show at that well it wasn't supposed to be a kid's show yeah they had to make it into a kid's show for americans wait really that that was supposed yeah. to be an
0: adult show in japan
2: like teen like at least like you know like actual like people dying i think he set somebody on fire He kills multiple people in the first,
0: yeah. Like, closer to, like, a Death Note sort of, like, entering your, like, teen-edgy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I really did not know that. I knew about the changes they made to the American version, but I thought Japanese kids were just more mature. They could just handle, like, seeing cigarettes or whatever.
2: The whole, and guns, the whole first arc uh, in the manga isn't used in the anime. Because the whole thing is he's just the king of games, so he does a bunch of, like, games and bets with people, and that's where the whole, like, setting people on fire and stuff comes from, but... Uh, Even the actual just like getting into the dueling stuff. There's a lot more in there that uh, isn't shown in the American version, including changes to card designs, which for all of like the gamer guys who are annoyed at like China for like putting more modest clothing on their women or whatever in video games. How do they not feel like they've been slighted by the American government for taking all the big titties out of the Yu-Gi-Oh cards?
0: Wait, which characters had big titties?
2: Was it Blue Eyes White Dragon? (laughs) Blue Eyes White Dragon had some honkers, bro. (laughs) And your government took that from you, and yet there's no white kids who are angry at the American government for doing that.
0: Adrian, imagine this. Monster jar, but just with massive
2: <laughs> mommy milkers. Bro, imagine this. Pot of greed, but with a dump truck ass. <laughs> That's why they banned it. People, people say they banned it because of the mechanics, but no.
0: Oh, same with uh, Black Hole, or what, what was that called?
2: <laughs> Dark Hole, I think is what it was.
0: Dark Hole? Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, uh, I'll tell you what. It had some
2: comets. And you know what? I'm glad they changed the harpy ladies because canonically, they are underage. Oh, interesting. I don't actually.
0: I was going to say, harpies (laughs) I thought were traditionally like ancient demons. I would have thought, if anything, they were thousands of years old. Mm, That's how they get around it. Okay, so is that one of the cards they actually changed with the uh, harpy?
2: I think Dark Magician Girl, maybe. Uh, But that was a later
0: ad, right? Like Dark Magician Girl was like, that was definitely like they came up with Dark Magician. It was, you know, a big card because Yugi uses it. And then, like, in season two or three, they added Dark Magician
2: Girl. I think so. Or was I she always right. around? I think you're right, but it still follows the trajectory of the show that, like, you know, it was introduced and then they didn't like how scantily clad the card was, so.
0: Okay, one last card I think would be funny to have big okay. titties on All it. Right. The turtle with a runway on its back, but with big titties. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> whenever pegasus gets the cartoon blue eyes white dragon <laughs> it gets even um, more outrageous the tune
0: cards were i don't know why as a kid those were really uh i really liked those i was really drawn to
2: the idea of tune versions of the cards i liked it too but it really did like It was the apex of just how they didn't follow any actual rules in the first season of the show. He's like, You can't hit my monsters because cartoons are good at not getting hit. (laughs) (laughs) Think about every coyote roadrunner thing.
0: (laughs) Dude, and then he was using that piece of shit bullshit eye to spy on Yugi's hand. Mm. That was fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, Yugi was also using the spirit of an ancient Egyptian.
2: (laughs) I think everyone's kind of cheating in that show a little bit.
0: Adrian, look, if me and you were doing a third segment quiz and you were using the spirit of an ancient Egyptian <laughs> yeah. pharaoh to get and the literally answers.
2: changing form. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time when it, it was this is classic grad school? This was me, Charlie, Spencer hanging out doing beekeeping. And at some point, uh, Spencer is annoying Charlie. And Charlie just looks at him. And Spencer's a huge nerd. And so he was like, Spencer, if you don't stop right now, I'm going to fucking send you to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> I just thought it was such a funny. Uh, <laughs> threat for charlie to try and use on spencer to get him to understand
0: (laughs) charlie was like a cool dad who was like using the language like using what his kids (laughs) how do i reach these
2: kids (laughs) anyways what are we talking about what's going on Mm.
0: should we jump into the theme i don't think either of us have media roundups i finished the bear great show (laughs) Uh, um you know what we'll have to talk about it off pod because i don't want to do any spoilers or we can cut what i'm about to say about the bear
2: all right yeah let's go through it let's chop it up no cap Oh, I did have a media roundup. I watched Nope, and it is my least favorite of the Jordan Peele movies so far, but certainly not a bad movie. I watched it in the really nice big screen theater in Woodland, which is like a... I don't know if it's a historic theater, but it's a very beautiful theater. It's one of those things that has like really nice like ceiling features and stuff. But overall, I thought the movie was just okay. That being said, I went to a happy hour with grad students, and I someone mentioned watching Nope, and everyone was like, Oh my God, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And I was like... I thought it was okay. Probably my least favorite. I think the third act got really kind of wacky. And someone was agreeing with me. And I was like, so when the, why is it that like the default in our culture is that if someone mentions a Jordan Peele movie, you have to be like, oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> it's like, you also clearly share the same criticisms of it that I did. Like, I don't know.
0: Uh, people like being positive because nobody wants to hurt feelings. I, I get the sentiment.
2: What, I'm going to turn around and be like, oh, Jordan Peele's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peele, like, he has a lot of guts because to name your,
0: and I also like Jordan Peele movies, but to name your movies Get Out and Nope is just, like, tempting reviewers who don't like your movie to do that, like, really snarky opening sentence where, like, what I really wanted to do in this theater was Get Out.
1: (sighs)
2: Um, Okay, so do you want to get to the theme?
0: Let's talk about the theme.
2: Theme is Jolene, 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 Jolene. Please don't take my my man, man, because he's gay. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Um, Yeah, we're talking about beards. We're talking about beards,
0: and not not the ones you wear on the face, the ones that you date to hide your true sexuality.
2: Yes. Well, actually, there is also a second definition of uh, sometimes people use it for infidelity as well.
0: Oh, I had a good one on that. Uh, There is another... Uh, advice column that i might sub in now that i know that's technically a definition of beard Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, i think the main example is from a woody allen movie but it's like if you're in a relationship if paul and i were in a relationship and paul was cheating on me with phil someone would date phil so that it seemed like whenever we hung out all together that phil and paul weren't dating or like weren't like seeing each other extramaritally
0: okay i have an advice column that's very close to that Maybe I'll sub it in for the one I was going to bring in. Also, but I apologize
2: for the lack of female representation in that example.
0: But it's where a wife is suspicious of her husband because he's spending a lot of time with his lesbian friend at her house.
1: Oh. And she's ooh. like, am I
0: being tricked? Did he just tell me she was lesbian to have an
2: affair? Okay, that's kind of like a mix of two the, the two definitions, Yeah. But just for anyone who doesn't know the original one, and I wouldn't blame you if you didn't, it's really not something that uh, is as often talked about because it's as, as acceptance has increased, although there are still plenty of conservative communities and conservative places where this stuff happens all the time. Um, so yeah, it's when uh, either a straight person is unknowingly uh, married or dating someone who is gay, um, or if two gay people get together and have a marriage to ostensibly cover for the fact that they are both gay and sleeping with other people
0: that's what we call the will and grace Ooh, they never get married in that show i've also never watched that show so
2: you sure it's great way better than fraser
0: no 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 does will and grace have a great intro song about tossed salads and scrambled eggs Oh, baby, I
2: hear the news are coming, toss salad and scramble eggs.
0: Wait, no, sing get her. we'll have to use toss salad scrambled <laughs> eggs, that's the outro.
2: <laughs> Famously, we can't, that's, Binging with Babish had to stop using it because it was he couldn't make money off of his, of his videos while he was using it.
0: But yeah, beards, like you said, it was way more common in the past uh, mm-hmm. when acceptance was much lower. And it's one of those things where it's like if the other person knows, it feels like a fun, a goofy, uh,
2: situational it feels comedy. It's like fun romp for the whole family.
0: But if the other person doesn't know they're a beard, it feels really uh sad for that person. Yeah, to it be, does. Like in a relationship where they don't realize.
2: Is that a thing in Parks and Rec? Where isn't that's yeah, a thing in Parks and Rec, right? Where there's like a couple that they have where it's like very obviously a straight woman and like a religious uh, gay man who wants to oh hide the yeah gay. That might be a pretty good example for anyone who doesn't really get what we're talking about.
0: To be fair, it's also an outdated version of that because they're proof that he's gay. I'm pretty sure it's just that he's flamboyant and like likes musicals.
2: Oh, well, that gets into your... Well, it depends on whether or not you switch columns, but... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, what's a good way to explain beards? Okay, imagine if Lindsey Graham, senator from mm. South Carolina, had a girlfriend or wife. She would be a beard. Allegedly. Allegedly, but also completely factually. <laughs> <laughs> i know because i've had gay sex with lindsey graham is this a good way to get our pod to blow up and to just start making incredibly absurd allegations and by absurd i mean accurate and real allegations i mean you, you, then
2: news articles will have to reference us you and lindsey graham have spent time in the same state for quite a amount of time mm-hmm.
0: and i've spent time in his asshole as well so <laughs> that's the other
2: all right breaking news lindsey graham's a bottom for me it's baby Let's see. The other term for it is a lavender marriage. Um, so oh. this goes back, which, by the way, one my favorite color, lavender. So if I could be in a lavender marriage, sign me up. Um, only time, <laughs> only way I'd get married. Um, so in early, this is, it's a lot of it is cultural. So like in China to this day, it's big for people to, there's even like dating apps specifically formed around the idea. I think one's called queer, but it's no longer around where people are literally, it's for queer people to meet and have fake relationships so that they can like show pictures to their parents and they're like, Oh, Hey, I'm in a relationship. I'm married now. I'm, you know, not letting the family down or whatever. And then historically in Hollywood in the early twenties and that kind of era, there were actual morality clauses. So they are like to be in a movie and to get paid, you couldn't show anything that you were gay. And so people would get married to other gay people so that in the public eye, they, um, seemed straight, which not only played to morality clauses, but also to, um, image things with like, oh, you're a big sex symbol in society. So we can't have people knowing that you're gay. So you need to be married to a woman so that you can keep that um, image up. Because that's a big part of how we make money off of you.
0: And I'll tell you what, Adrian, nowadays with woke Hollywood, how it is, they have to have the opposite of that. They have to have immorality clauses. I have it on good authority that Lil Nas X, he actually, he crushes puss.
2: <laughs> I bet he
0: does. And this whole gay thing is just a way for him to rack up views. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, anyway, so that's the little bit of history that I learned about it today. So that's uh, Betty White has been open about her being a, uh, a beard before for people in Hollywood early on in her career. Oh, who are the people she dated who she's outing? Liberace, who I think everyone knows is very gay. <laughs> um. Although, again, that's Paul's point about how he could have just been a flamboyant man. Who knows? Uh, and mm-hmm. then there was one that was sad. So I think I, I don't want to make it seem like there's a positive thing it's very much like a coping mechanism for people in an unjust society and it does hurt the people that are in it so there is one where if if they're
0: in a lie one the one like in china seems like a it seems like a fun way to get one in on the government you know to get one in on traditional culture
2: i I guess so but also like that's you know they're not they're still not getting to live their true lives really like you know um but it's also this thing where like i read one where it was like yeah like a guy had his agent like set him up with some producer's daughter so that they could uh, make him seem like he was straight and to her deathbed like the woman insisted that it was a legitimate marriage even though everyone knew it wasn't and that one seems really sad
0: oh but maybe like she kind of fell in love and despite the fact that they weren't like completely sexually compatible they still had like a Really yeah. close relationship I mean, and How many friendship.
2: how many women want to gay, may, marry their gay best friend? You know what I mean. How many mm. times do you hear a white woman go like, "Oh, if he was straight, I'll tell you what, I'd snatch him up right now."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hecking out with middle aged
2: smokers? <laughs> <laughs> There's no single guys left in New York. <laughs> They're either taken a gay.
0: Did uh Did you ask your brother about this at all? Did he ever consider like before it was obvious that both your parents were incredibly accepting? loving people did he ever consider dating a girl in lexington just to like smooth things over for normalcy purposes or
2: you know that's a good point maybe i should have asked him i know that he went to prom with a girl and i know that there was a girl he went to college with that we all thought he had a crush on which is something that i've done twice actually him and jordan both before they came out i thought they had a crush on a certain girl but i was also like i also think they're gay (laughs) so i don't know
0: I was gonna say, there's always a stereotype of being a gay or, like, almost openly gay high schooler, kind of like Jordan was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always, like, that sort of, like, horse girl slash...
2: Yeah, yeah, you're kind of getting into
0: it, yeah. What do you call it? A uh, drama girl that is, like, mm-hmm. b- ends up being really good friends with them, and it almost seems like, if not a beard, people just kind of assume they have a crush on
2: each other. And that but it's they're like, just, like, oh, like two no, nerdy like, nerdy kids who don't know how to express that, so they're just, yeah and, and so that usually, like
0: ex-horse girls slash like drama girls are weirdly open-minded so it's like oh it seems like maybe she knew they were gay and yeah, yeah it yeah. was like more honest with her and it was a, a actually a beautiful friendship and
2: but again also there could be situations where that broke some hearts
0: that's true that horse girl really wanted to be with
2: she wanted to ride something all right i think i've told you this before but like people online who have the uh story of like my dad came out as gay, and so, like, he went off with, like, his lover they had had for ever many years and kind of abandoned our family, and so gays are terrible people. <laughs> it's, like, that's a weird narrative to take from that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that one is tough, because it is, like, wrong, but it's also, damn, if, uh, you know, hurt people hurt people, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, damn, if it's not the most uh, asterisk next to the, uh, yeah, I what, think so. what happened, it, well, and next one to those- the
2: there's two things about it. It's one is that like you know straight people don't have a, a monopoly on being bad people, and then two, using that as like a that's a rampant epidemic in our country and all gays are bad is my conclusion from that. Is <laughs> such yeah, a weird yeah, take?
0: Yeah. Well, I, hopefully nobody's doing that, but I, yeah. Once again, it's like one of those things where it's like, why are you concentrating on that? It's like a very sad reality perpet- that only exists because of old homophobia. So, should yeah, it, exactly. the solution to that be? let's not be homophobic, but somehow you're twisting it into gay people are bad. And yeah. Oh
2: yeah. I think the other one is, and this one, I mean, I don't know. I'm so tangentially like far away from this one, but I remember, and I don't think I met him when I was in Guatemala, but my sister definitely said that we had like a cousin or something or an uncle or something where like, it was very clear that like he was closet gay married to a woman. I, I have a, I have a gay uncle. I don't think
0: I've ever met him. My dad's uncle.
2: Is that one of those things where you try and make it a really cute thing where like you call him your gunkle because he's your gay uncle? Uh, no, Izzy does
0: that with her uh, gay aunt. She does gant.
2: Oh, does she really? I'm not going to lie. I was kind of calling that corny.
0: <laughs> hey, I know she listens to every episode, so I'll leave out my gay <laughs> <There> you, <go. laughs> uh-huh. <love>
2: <laughs> you still talking to that, Bron? <laughs> I do like your take that the general idea of consenting bearding being just a fun little hijink uh, uh, goof-em-up for people to do. (laughs) Can can you think of
0: a better winged man than a beard? Oof. At a gay bar? That's also a great conversation starter.
2: Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm thinking about that because that's also part of the premise of Spy Family, although it's not that they're best friends, it's that they're kind of like forced to... They each have their own reasons to try and fake a family. And so then you get into that situation where... Someone weird is going to be like, well, if you guys really love each other, why don't you guys get it on right in front of me? Which is always the weirdest way to try and make people prove it. In Community,
0: that's a funny episode where they both think they're, uh, where, who's the progressive girl in Community? Britta. Britta, where she thinks she's doing like a progressive statement by going to the dance with another girl. Who she thinks is lesbian, and then that girl also thinks she's <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, a progressive. Yeah. They yeah. go the dance with Britta, who she thinks is lesbian, and they both like keep upping the ante until they kiss. And it's like that's funny because it also shows like I feel like if I had to kiss a dude, it's really not a big deal. I could definitely like do it if the time to- if the moment called for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's really not a big deal for me, and it's so funny to see like two thousands comedy where they're like. Oh no! This is the grossest. The... Okay, I'm forcing that... kiss. Oh my god! And, <laughs> and then they... it's like a scene of them running to the bathroom to wash out their mouth because they had to kiss their male friend. I was it's about like, to say, yeah, it's gonna be like down. an Ace Ventura.
2: Everyone starts throwing up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Society was so stupid. <laughs> Pretty cool. Me having to kiss you and then like ripping off my tongue and being like, "Wow, could you, God?" <laughs> In the 2000s, they were like, that's classic comedy. That's good shit. Having to kiss your friend is gross. Do you want to get articles? Yeah, let's do it. I'm bringing in Mercury News' Ask Amy. Dear Amy, my daughter Lauren is in her early 30s and has had a handful of long-term serious relationships over the years with young men. These relationships didn't work out for various reasons. Recently, she met a guy online. She fell for him instantly and he for her. She says she's never met someone so thoughtful and that he is unlike anyone she's ever met before. He brings her flowers each week, cooks for her, makes lunch for her to take to work with little notes inside, buys her little gifts, etc. Jokingly, I said, he's so thoughtful and nurturing, he sounds like a woman. Just like me. (laughs) After meeting and spending an evening out with them, I can't help feeling he may not be totally heterosexual. He seems like a nice enough person, but he exhibits more female or womanly characteristics and mannerisms, acting more like a girlfriend than a boyfriend. He has recently changed his first name and has also removed all traces of social media online, so there are no pictures or other clues into his past relationship or life before meeting my daughter. I hate to have her hurt or deceived again, and I would never volunteer my suspicions to her unless she asks. But my intuition is rarely wrong. What do you think? Okay, let's break it down. Break it down. Writes notes, is kind, buys little gifts, buys little gifts, and cooks. My gaydar is going.
2: <laughs> he he
0: could do two of those things, but the third thing, writing little notes. How would a man's hand do that, Adrian? Or a heterosexual man's hand do that.
2: I like how you think of it like the DSM-5. It's like, if you reach enough of these, then then you got it. Oh, what?
0: He puts little hearts over his eyes, too? Come on, get out of here.
2: He does his eyes like in a curly way instead of having a straight line.
0: (laughs) With the whole, he's recently changed his name. How likely do you think that we are uh, talking about a transgender man here?
2: See that's that's uh, that's that's a good point. No, I was gonna say that that was the one part of it that struck me as kind of weird. Of like, recently changed my his name and then also removed all traces of social media online.
0: It feels like more like you're describing an Oregon harvester than a gay man.
2: That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's also an Albanian man and is always asking me about my smoking and drinking history. <laughs> <laughs> and if I've kept those kidneys tight, <laughs> keeping those kidneys tight, bro. I'm sorry, that's a very nasty stereotype. Albanian people don't always steal your organs, just often. <laughs> don't
2: always, <laughs> but there's a correlation there. Yeah, I don't know, Paul. What do you think? What do you? Uh, what, do you what do you? What would you do?
0: Oh, I think this woman is crazy. <laughs> is, what are you talking about? This woman is like he 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 like washes his hair, not, not like any type of straight man I ever met before. This guy, he'll actually show up to dinner on time without saying that he had to go with the boys to get a couple drinks at the sports bar. Never met a man like this. Are we sure he's a man?
2: Yeah, I guess that is the best point, is that it really shows what her definition of man, or what her experience with masculinity has been. And yeah. uh, it doesn't seem positive. I like the idea that she's going to be like, okay, so I need definitive proof. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to install a bidet in my bathroom. I'm going to invite him over. And if he uses that bidet, that boy lacks stuff in his butthole. I'll tell you what I mean. That's irrefutable proof. And I will protect my daughter.
0: Honestly, my advice to her is tell your daughter immediately because I think that's a delightful conversation. <laughs> I want to see the next advice column letter, which is like, my mom thinks my boyfriend is gay because he doesn't slap me around a
2: little. <laughs> She's like, oh, you guys want to come over for movie night? We I could we could watch uh, Die Hard or we could watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Which one seems better for you, Dave?
0: Hey, Dave, I wanted to get to know you next weekend, but I couldn't decide if we should go have a getting dress montage at the ball or go to the car show.
2: What do you think? <laughs> Which one seems better for you? It's like those old uh, tests that teachers used to give you to like figure out if you were like an auditory or kinetic (laughs) or visual learner, where it's like, would you rather watch someone build a birdhouse or build a birdhouse to learn how to build a birdhouse? It's like, Mm. gee, I wonder which one's going to get us to be able to do more activities during class.
0: (laughs) Would you learn about the uh, Mesopotamian Empire better by going outside all day or by sitting inside and reading about them?
2: (laughs) It was literally that and it was just like and it's it like, just which like one do every time to- I'm
0: going to check Apple
2: There's so many where it's just like, well, I guess everybody's a kinetic learner and the teacher's like, I'm going to use this to inform how I teach you guys this year. And then it's just like,
0: "Eh, nah, that seems hard. So should she write up her own version of that quiz and give it to him?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, how do you like your coffee with whole milk or soy milk? Soy. Honey, I got some bad news. <laughs> Come downstairs.
1: <laughs>
2: This kind of goes back to our gatekeeping episode, because I feel like there's so many I can think of in my head where it's like, what what is the shit that women say? It's like the it, the worst one is always like a guy wipes his ass. So he's obviously gay or whatever. But there's a lot of really <laughs> egregious ones where it's like guys drinking fruity drinks or like what kind of man orders a parfait?
0: <laughs> yeah, so catfish him to have proof that he's gay. Dress up like a man and, and seduce Ooh.
2: him. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This we're going back to classic big facts no cap territory. Dress up like a man and seduce somebody. <laughs> we, we
0: never suggest people dress up like a man and seduce somebody at our at our advice anymore. I'm bringing back that. Classic. We got to
2: bring that back. We got to bring back the classics. Yeah, so I was thinking we could do a little trip over to Vegas this weekend. Do you guys want to watch uh, Chris Angel's show or uh, the Thunder from Down Under, Dave? What do you think? <laughs> what would you want to watch? <laughs> Oh no, everybody, I know I invited
0: you over for dinner, but I accidentally rented Magic Mike and it's due tomorrow morning, so we better watch it. Hope nobody gets an accidental boner and we learn anything about them.
2: (laughs) Oh my god. Well, if you you actually did have to try and prove that somebody was gay, what would you do? Seduce them.
0: If they were a man, if they were a woman, I would put on my alternate persona, Paulina, and seduce them.
2: I like that you're like, 100%, if they're not into me or Paulina, (laughs) that's proof for me
0: that's proof that they're asexual and that i have a whole other thing to-
2: do you think Ask game is just gonna tell her to uh keep her mouth shut
0: of course i think Ask Amy is smart enough to know that this guy yeah. is not gay it like you said it is like genuinely sad that her perception of manhood is like somebody who's like unthoughtful and uh doesn't do anything kind for you
2: yeah makes veiled domestic abuse threats to you one of these days alice straight to the moon <laughs> <laughs> what if he is gay that would be cool. That would be pretty cool.
0: Like I said, it. I mean, the whole, like, why did he change his first name? How do you know that about him? And in which situation did he not have a reason for why he changed his first name that made it immediately obvious that it was, like, regular? Mm-hmm. Nobody just changes their first name and doesn't have a reason. And which, if they don't, they wouldn't, t- you know what I mean? Like...
2: I don't know. I mean, I had a neighbor growing up who changed her name when she turned 18 just because she didn't like it. Which... I think was kind of the wrong move. I think in today's age, her original name would have been better, but she always told the story in like a really vindicated way where she was like, oh yeah, every time I told people what my old name was, they're like, okay, yeah, it's good that you changed it. And I was like, I think it's actually a really beautiful name.
0: Can you tell me both names real quick? Just so I know.
2: Yeah. She changed her name to uh, Deborah. Oh, you um, Yeah. Uh, her original name was Flora May. Ooh, I'm
0: definitely on your side about this one.
2: Yeah, right. But, you know, different times. I think Gen Z is more of a Flora Mae generation, where I think she came from more of a Debbie generation.
0: Yeah, that's such a mom name. That's such a weird thing to pick at 18. I want to be a Deborah.
2: Deborah! <laughs> she was on her Megan the Stallion shit. She was like, I want to have a hot girl summer, so I'm going to call myself Debbie. <laughs> Some real hot girl shit.
0: Ah. Okay, so... You wanna figure out if somebody's gay, put on some Madonna. Gay man can't resist getting a little shaky to some Madonna, you know? Ooh, that, is,
2: that is one of the things that I've said before that really offended a gay person where I was like, Oh, that makes sense, you're tasting music now. And he was like, No, no, no. There's no correlation when you look at the data between a gay man and what kind of music they like.
0: hmm hmm Okay, well I take back what I said. Um, If any gay people are listening, if any straight people trying to out people are listening, this will 100% work. If you play Madonna, they start dancing.
2: That feels like a Will and Grace bit. I feel like I could probably find them doing that at some point. (laughs)
0: Where he's he's like, I want to hit on this guy, but I'm not sure if he's gay or not. And she's like, play some Madonna.
2: (laughs) Almost certainly.
0: Can we pretend you, Adrian, can you redo that joke? I just did, but it's okay because you're queer, sort of thing. I'm not bailing you
2: out of this one. No!
0: (laughs) Okay, chalk it up. One more thing to cancel me with. Okay. Dear Trusting, you seem to think that not totally heterosexual is a bad thing. Hey
2: Dave, I was thinking about getting dinner on the way home for everybody. Do you think we should have bagels or hot dogs? (laughs) Which would you rather eat for dinner? (laughs) What a weird choice to give somebody.
0: You seem to think that not totally heterosexual is a bad thing. Or that thoughtfulness and nurturing are exclusively female traits. I know many people who would very happily be with someone who wasn't so locked into a specific sexual or gender identity, nor can I imagine why your revelation or insight would necessarily shock your daughter. Surely she has noticed the same lovely characteristics that you have noticed. Lauren's current partner might have transitioned across the gender spectrum to land on a comfortable spot where he is a beautiful combination of female and male traits. If so, unless there is some sort of undue deception or manipulation involved, the sort of thoughtfulness and loving kindness he displays should be celebrated. I do agree that his lack of an online footprint raises a red flag, and Lauren should be aware of this and do her due diligence regarding him. She should proceed slowly and thoughtfully. However, she is an adult. She may be more aware of gender subtleties and complications than you realize. She may be on her own gender journey. Regardless, this is the very definition of mind your own business all right i mean we acknowledge that this person could be trans or transitioning in some aspect but like she gave that way more credence than i think it deserved it's still a pretty low percentage like it's still yeah. way more likely that it's just a feminine man that it's a trans person <laughs> wait sorry let me uh let me restate that a feminine cis man than a trans man
2: yeah yeah i don't know it is there is that combination of changing your name and then also deleting your socials is usually kind of big for the trans community
0: i guess but i also like i don't have an online footprint so i guess maybe this is my bias but as somebody who purposefully tries not to have an online footprint and it's not because i'm ever hiding anything i just I don't, don't know think if you had that, nothing to hide really correlates. You wouldn't be so secretive that's true i should be posting dick pics on instagram
2: i'm just saying i'm glad the nsa is spying on you, you dirty little dog I think that was uh, not really the angle that the question, that the answer needed to have so much space taken up for.
0: I mean, it's a possibility, but it just feels like a less likely possibility. Like, I think a lot more people are just less entrenched in gender roles nowadays, which yeah seems like a good thing. I mean, I guess the percentage of trans people has gone up, but I just think still, like, we're talking percentage-wise, it's here less likely.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, she could have spent more time dunking on the mom.
0: Also, a trans man can be toxically masculine. It, just because somebody's a trans man doesn't mean that they're gonna have mm-hmm. a healthy, like, feminine aspect to them. Now, how do you think Jordan Peterson would uh, respond to this question? Because oh, you mind. know, on this podcast, we always have all sides, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> That's something we're really proud of. We always we do our thing, but then to be fair, we always have the right wing opinion too.
2: Have you Have you seen the? Uh, the advertisement for his uh new daily wire show oh no oh it's a real existential crisis for his fans who are still trying to be like no he's not a fucking alt-right guy guys come on (laughs) listen to his 17-hour lecture man um (laughs) it's kind of hard to deny it once he gets onto the daily wire but yeah like literally the commercial for his new show was like this is my advice to all young men and women as well but mostly for young men in society Uh, you should be a monster be a you should be a monster and then learn how to control being a monster. It's like this, like flames are going on in the background or whatever. It's like, I just love the grift of like being Jordan Peterson and being like, let me teach you how to be a monster of a masculine man. <laughs> are we ready for your article? Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Alright, my article is from Slate, but not from Dear Prudence. It's from How to Do It, which is their sex advice column. So, here we go. <clears throat> Dear How to Do It, I'm a straight single woman in her late 20s, and I've been on dating apps on and off for a few years now. I'm reaching out because I've exhausted every other source of advice, including- Wait, Adrian, all m-
0: actually, wait, do you want to read it? I'm going to- I need to take a poo. Can I just read it while I'm taking the poo and come back and we'll talk about it?
2: Read it while you're taking the poo-poo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can you well, read you it for the, the audience? <laughs> and I'll come back. <laughs> okay. We can leave this in for the audience so they, so they know I'm pooping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just know that Paul was taking a real stinker while he was doing this. One. All right, all right fine. I'll be back in a second. All right. I'm reaching out because I've exhausted every other source of advice, including all my befuddled friends, about an experience I continue having over and over again on dating apps. I'm convinced I keep meeting closeted gay men. I'll meet a guy I'm excited about, text with him for a week, and then we'll meet, or during quarantine, chat on Zoom. And they come off as absolutely 100% not straight. They have gay voice, which I know you've already addressed on your column, and a specific body language. I realize this sounds incredibly judgmental and dated, but I've also known many men who exhibit these qualities for years, and they all end up coming out sooner or later. I also know these guys could be queer or bi or something else, but here's the thing. They say they're straight. In dating app profiles or conversations, they identify as straight men who only like women. This happens to me so often that I'm starting to think dating apps are full of closeted gay men looking for beards. I'm frustrated, confused, ashamed of having these thoughts, and I'm tired, so tired. I want to know, have you heard of this phenomenon? Is it real? Am I crazy? And just need to get the times? From FruitFly. Pee hey, you, stinky! <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, man, whoa, what a doozy. That oh, what a doozy of a dookie! Oh no, I was talking about the article, not my poopy.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of the article? Thoughts off top,
0: Bruh You gotta, you gotta get a good divorce. You gotta get a good divorce
2: lawyer. What the fuck? Wait, what? Did you read the first article?
0: Oh yeah, is that the wrong one?
2: Yeah, no, it's this. It's the it's the second one. <laughs> what was the first one about?
0: Uh, his wife literally gets drunk and is like, you piece of shit, you have a tiny cock and everybody you've ever slept with before
2: you, I like more than you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's not the one- why would that be a bearding one?
0: <laughs> I don't know, I was so confused, I was like, man, this is sad.
2: <laughs> she's the worst Mike I've ever dated, oh god.
0: <laughs> and she's dated three Mikes. She just becomes heavily
2: abusive when she's drunk. Damn, that's kinda cool. Okay, so I guess just have to read the, the actual article- my thought off top is that this one reads to me as very biphobic.
0: Also, once again, I mean, I, look, as much as anybody else, I'll admit that it it does hold true that for whatever reason, whether like social uh, conditioning or like, uh, you know, based on what sort of idols you have to look up to, there is a correlation between how gay people act.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, it's just like, a correlation. It doesn't really track to any sort of proof about somebody's sexuality if they have like sure, yeah. certain mannerisms.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So I don't know. Uh. Yeah. That. That. I. I guess. I. I see what you're saying about it being biphobic, but it also just seems like maybe you're just into more like feminine artsy dudes. I, you're gonna end up with people with less uh deep voices and a little bit more engaged in the conversation in a sort of like happy-go-lucky way that might be read as flamboyant, which could be read as gay, but I don't really know. It doesn't necessarily say that they're gay. I feel like I engage in conversations that way. I wonder how many people have thought I'm gay. Six. Mm, that's a good number. Yeah, probably. Would you call my style of like hyper excited to talk to people? Like, does that
2: read as gay to you? No, not really.
0: Um, uh, yeah, you don't really read as queer to
2: me, is there, Adrian? To me, you kind of read as a straight white male. I always thought that song was written about you.
0: <laughs>
2: Wait, there's a song called Straight White Male? Yeah, if you can guess, it's by Tom McDonald. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> straight white male. <laughs> that was a perfect impression of the book. Uh, what what, what do what do, you, what do you think? Do you think she's right to filter these guys out, or do you think she's right about this epidemic of gay men on social media sites uh, who are still closeted and weirdly trying to find beards, or?
0: I don't think she's right about that. What I would ask her is does she, is she fundamentally unattracted to a lispy voice, or
2: like a more mm-hmm. hyper-feminine energy in a dude? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's interesting to me, because like, the way that I would see this question making sense in my head is that she's like 40 years old. And mm-hmm. she was married in her 20s, got out of the dating scene, got back into the dating scenes at, at at 40 and was like, men are a lot more open about being able to be feminine now. What's up with that? But this is just someone who's in her late 20s. This is someone who's still single and has been dating the whole time. And yet, this is a weird person. Because we know from her quarantine comment that this is 2020, 2022, whatever. So it's modern time. She's in her late 20s. And for some reason, she still has these really outdated ideas of, like, what straight people can be. Yeah. But there's no real, like, explanation for it. It's not like, I was a Mormon until, like, 25, and then I just got into the dating scene, and now I'm surprised by how men act. It's like, she's just been here. I don't know. Do
0: you think she, like, is really heavy on only liking profiles where... Like the guy, like states he's into fashion. Do you think it's like a self selection bias? Like, she's just liking profiles by people who are like, My interests include fashion liked- and like, uh, and Broadway shows and, uh, gay sex. And she's liking those profiles.
2: Sex with get- men. She's like, I love that. It's one of our shared interests. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, she's like French or Italian and she moved to America and she's like, Oh, well, I want to find a man who's really into fashion, who's really into like. <laughs> the latest trends uh someone who loves and has an appreciation for opera and then in america everyone's like that's a queer what are you talking about
0: <laughs> yeah I, I this is one of those questions where also it's
2: like- i i really want to know how how to do it has already addressed the gay voice on their column because <laughs> that's a really throwaway line where they didn't say what how to do it had to say about it
0: uh probably that it's disgusting and degenerate You can have as much homosexual sex as you want, but you better keep your voice nice and deep. Would you describe my voice as a gay voice? No. We're just, like, annoying. I would really like it if my voice could be described as a gay lisp. I think it would make my lisp less embarrassing and more of, like, a point of pride.
2: Mm, You'd go to pride just for the lisp. (laughs) (laughs)
0: LGBTQL. And the L is for lisp.
2: (laughs) be pushing people to the side and be like, move away. I'm the most important here.
0: <laughs> hey, if asexuals could get all the less I think I can.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Did I tell you about that? When um, Dorley was in San Diego for Pride and she was at a concert and she was complaining about people not having good concert etiquette. And she was like, and these gays were just all around me, like, pushing and stuff. And I was like, how do you know that they were gay? And she was like, it was Pride. And I was like, you know they let allies into that, right? And she was like, you're right. They were too ugly to be gay. They probably weren't gays. And I was like,
0: That also makes no sense. I've seen a lot of really ugly gay people. Oh,
2: Like, why are you this person now? Come on.
0: They were too ugly to be gay. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like, I mean, ugliness definitely is equally distributed among the population. I've never noticed a trend. Oh, I guess you're right. With weightlifting gays, there are really hot. A lot of gay dudes do have great bonds.
2: Well, no, what I was going to say is that there was a big thing in the 90s where it's a lot of, like, uh, jokes about, like, oh, that guy, I just assumed he was gay because he's so beautiful. Mm. So there was, like, a a time where there was a correlation for guys, at least. I think uh, lesbian women are usually more uh, degraded for the way that they decide to choose to uh, sometimes read more masculine.
0: I don't know. I feel like she needs to start swiping for her friends, the ones that are like, (sighs) Like you said, the girls that are like want to marry their gay best friend or whatever, the girls that clearly want to date them, she needs to swipe for those friends, because clearly she's good at picking them for those types of girls. And for herself, I guess she needs to—
2: She's good at picking them and getting far into the relationship, too. They're getting all the way to the date.
0: Yeah, exactly. So she needs to swipe for those girls, the girls who are like, why is every guy I meet such a pig? Like Like, he has no taste, no sense of culture. All he wants to do is watch football. If you have a girlfriend with that problem, start swiping for her. And get her on these dudes. Uh, For yourself? I don't know. Start picking dudes who are, like, holding up fish in their profile.
2: Mm. Also, yeah, that's a good idea. Also, um, I don't know if we've ever recommended this show before, but High Maintenance has a really good episode about how awful some white women are with, like, tokenizing gay people in their life.
0: Oh, yeah. I've never heard of a girl who, like, uh, any girl who's proud of her gay friends is kind of annoying about it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to be proud of that you are good at having gay friends.
2: Is there any kind of thing around being a guy who's good at having lesbian friends?
0: No, but we should start that. I'll, 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 I'll start that movement on the East Coast. You'll start out on the West Coast, and it'll be in, uh, it'll be in Colorado by this time next year.
2: God, <laughs> instead of being a fag hag, you're a dyke, Mike. <laughs> No, I feel like the whole point of it is that they'd be like, hanging out with the bros, and it's like you and six, you know, really butch lesbians or whatever. (laughs) You start like a co-rec rugby team, and it's you and 17 lesbians. (laughs) Just one of the gals. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of that thing that I told you before, where as Halloween, uh, for Halloween, last-minute costume, I went to Walmart and made myself a costume as a basic white girl. And my friend's wife's uh, issue with it was like, uh i don't like people making fun of basic white girls because there's no equivalent for men and that's such a weird basis for an argument can you imagine someone being like i don't believe in calling out like white women for being toxically tokenizing about their gay friends <laughs> there's no equivalent for men <laughs>
0: but we're we're gonna develop the equivalent we're gonna start doing it. i'm gonna get a lesbian friend and I'm gonna be like what i love about it is that we can just go play basketball they're not sexualizing me the whole time
2: yeah bro i love it it's like we can just talk about eating puss like dudes. you know what i mean <laughs>
0: yeah we can change in front of each other it's just normal they're not just looking at my body the whole time. When I'm hanging root, they
2: just think it's cool, you know? <laughs> Why are you trying to make hanging root happen? <laughs> it's not going to happen, Paul. Um, no, yeah, you're right.
0: And also, there totally is uh equivalent to basic white girl. We've talked frapper. about this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's such a bad argument because it takes like two seconds to think of the equivalent.
2: Oh, I guess the other solution, once uh, quarantine was over, which it sounds like um it has, or maybe she was pre-quarantine meeting people and then got into quarantine. But now that people are kind of going out uh, and dating pretty in person now, just do that. Go, like, I think Paul's advice is, like, qu- skip the chatting online forever and just go straight to a date and see if it works out. And uh, then you'll know whether or not they have a gay voice much quicker. And you can get Or through. go on
0: Hinge, where they now have audio snippets as part
2: of the oh, profile. Yeah, they do. They do. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I haven't added one yet. Maybe I should. And I can add one where it's, like, uh, after where you can find me doing this, Jolene, Jolene, (laughs) Jolene. (laughs) Have I peppered that enough in for you?
0: No, I I feel like we might have to cut it out because there's never context for it. So (laughs) get it in a few more times so we can make it that big credit song. Jolene,
2: Jolene, Jolene. Please don't take my man. Wait, wait. what is their other evidence? They come off as absolute 100% not straight. Again, that's what I was saying about it being biphobic, is that like it's, it's weird that she is so concerned with them being 100% straight. That's, it's, that's a weird mm-hmm. uh, threshold that you need guys to pass for you.
0: It's one of those things, though, that a lot of girls say, right? It's like one of those arguments about whether you're allowed to care about somebody else's sexual, sexual preference if they're attracted to you. Is it somehow uh, biphobic? And I think it is, but it's yeah, definitely one of those things where people who, I don't know, it seems like women online do argue, like, women online are pretty committed to the fact that they can argue that it's not, but I don't know. Mm. It's one of those really in-the-weeds arguments that bores me. It seems obvious on its face, and I don't really want to think about it past that.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. What do you think she would feel if she went on a date with Jordan Peterson? If she was like, <laughs> he claims he's a straight, manly man. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and then he came into the fucking cafe sounded like air coming out of a balloon.
0: <laughs> and he kept going on about the eternal feminine and the uh, archetypes of feminine and masculine. It was really weird stuff, man. And he wouldn't stop talking about Disney movies. I just like I couldn't put two that's and two together. Part, that's
2: also part of his ad for his show. As he's like, imagine you were a once great empire now fallen, like Disney. Almost, I might say. <laughs> Yet he, he he was really
0: breaking down the history of Disney movies and <laughs> and how they've changed over the years. It was I really just couldn't worst. believe how this person thought they were a straight man. It was shocking.
2: Oh my god. You know, this one actually really parallels the last one where like I feel like all of my advice is gonna be Take him to a bar and see if he orders a sex on the beach instead of a bar, or instead of a beer. Take him to a cafe and see if he orders the unicorn frappa chino or whatever.
0: (laughs) She needs to filter out these men sooner. She's so tired of, uh, she's so tired of going on the date. Once again, how straight are they acting over the phone, and then when you get them in real life, they're obviously gay? I I don't know. Are they, here's what, too many emojis, you know that boy in all straight.
2: Yeah, that's the, what's that Moshe Kasher joke or whatever? Where he's like, people say that I dress gay. It's like, what am I supposed to come out here with like a of armor? Just like, I
1: love pussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Here's the answer. Dear Fruit Fly. Also, God, can we talk about the fact that she chose that as her name? <laughs> if you saw the most recent How to Do It Live, you already have this column's answer. But I'll type it in here anyway for posterity. And because that's what I do. Stoya used her hetero male roommate to help give her some perspective on what you may be perceiving, who says straight guys have no use. He's a photographer who frequently shoots women and says that when he talks to them, his voice raises a bit for the sake of collaboration. He softens his presentation to cultivate a comfortable, thus artistically advantageous, shoot. I found this particularly interesting because it hits on an issue that isn't really discussed much in the broader conversations of queer acceptance. It can make straight guys' lives easier too, and directly. It gives the normative among us more space to present as non-normative. If masculinity is a construct, a veritable pose, an environment more accepting of certain markers of queerness could help straight guys feel comfortable while cutting the shit or adopting behavior that previous decades would be considered too gay and an affront to their manhood. I don't know what's up with these guys you're encountering. I haven't read anything documenting the cultural phenomenon you suspect is afoot, and certainly gay men have their own apps to play on. I'm not saying that no one is closeted and in the market for a beard anymore, but given the state of acceptance in many places, I would assume those guys would be more difficult to come by, and not as common as contoured cleavage at a drag show. Your suspicions certainly could be accurate, but there are many number of reasons why why they're projecting behavior that you associate with gayness, some of which you acknowledge. What I think it comes down to is that you're connecting with guys that you're not attracted to. The way a person carries him or himself has a lot to do with their appeal, and you're not just buying what they're carrying. Stoya recommended merely stating in your profile that you're looking for men with deep voices. In a context like Grindr, many men would be quick to label such a request as femphobia, and a product of internalized misogyny, and maybe it even is in your case. You can't answer that question better than me, and besides, I'm not being paid enough to be your shrink. But I think in a hetero context, it's probably less hurtful. Well, you're an advice
0: columnist. You're getting paid too much. Let's just just settle that there.
2: Uh, But I think in a hetero context, it's probably less hurtful to respectfully state such a preference up front. Try that. If nothing else, use it as a filter, immediately signaling that it's time to move on to the next one. It might cost you some time, but dating is a slow, annoying process, as I'm sure you're aware. They're really focused on the deep voice being the main thing. Yeah,
0: well, she didn't really give us a lot of other proof. I I was saying that these men are flamboyant, but her other proof for why they were f- so feminine, she knew they were gay, wasn't really there. It was mainly the voice. She's like, if you if you're not speaking like Elvis, you're you're clearly gay. hmm
2: mm-hmm. If you're not appropriating black culture, you're clearly gay. Yeah, okay. but also you might also
0: just be gay too. If you if you don't have Tyler, the Creator's voice, clearly a gay man. <clears throat> the straightest guy I know. Oh I, well, yeah, I was referencing his deep voice. You see proof right there that somebody can have a deep voice and be by.
2: What what what? If they don't have a voice like Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean's voice is pretty regular.
0: I mean, well, he uh, can hit the beautiful notes. He can hit them as, but, but I wouldn't call his voice Giving like particularly.
2: me pleasure, pleasure, <laughs> Jolene, Jolene, J- Jolene, <laughs> Jolene, Jolene. <laughs> Please don't Please take don't my take gay man my from Frank me. Ocean. <laughs> Why is Little Wayne not released a song called "My Lean, My Lean, My My Please stay purple and mix with sprite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the recipe how oh, I like it. Maybe a Johnny <laughs> Rancher at the bottom.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe have a Earl Sweatshirt and I like a little white wine. <laughs> Why is there not someone singing about how much they love one of the showrunners from early Simpsons, Al Jean? Al Jean, Al Jean, Al Jean, please keep making heartfelt adult TV comedy animated for Americans,
0: and don't take my man from me. And also, don't take my man. <laughs> also, I still would like you not to steal my man, Al Jean. <laughs>
2: Why, why hasn't anyone ever written a song about their favorite fish-type Pokémon from the first season? Goldeen, 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 please don't take my Magikarp.
0: <laughs> Goldeen is a- that is the sexiest of the fish-type
2: Pokémon. <laughs> Weird take, but I'll, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> any of the fish I'll follow you through hell, brother. If any of the
0: fish-type Pokemon were gonna steal my man, I-, I Isn't Goldeen the one with the lashes? Like, really?
2: Fem no, lashes? Goldeen's the one with the horn. Ah. It's the one that- It's a really useful- It it uh, evolves into, I think, the Pokemon you're thinking of. Uh, which is Seeking? Me- I think I could see- I, If I came home and I found my man in bed with an underage love disc, I could see that.
0: <laughs> with a <star> you. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, it doesn't have lashes. That's definitely just something uh, I added in my mind. But Goldeen is that a Mandela defi- effect? She has some. Okay, goldine has DSLs. Like, come on,
2: <laughs> she got them DSLs, bro. I want to see what that horn do. I want to see what that lips do. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: goldine definitely was inspired. Like, they have like a, a like a real strong makeup look to it. There's definitely something very like it's supposed to be like a a woman. <laughs>
2: Which is weird because it evolves into Sea King, which is like a very masculine Pokemon. It's a very, uh, really, it's a trans allegory. Oh, that's true. Wow.
0: Yeah, what sort of statement is Pokemon making having the women evolve into men?
2: Tell you what. First of all, I don't like that evolution. I'm a man. I didn't evolve from a woman. I don't care what nobody
0: says. (laughs) I don't care what no Pokemon says.
2: (laughs) I don't care. I did not evolve from a primate woman.
0: (laughs) All right. You want to get to the third segment?
2: Yeah, I can't think of another (laughs) Jolie. I can't think of another way to flip Jolene.
0: Oh, I wasn't even trying to think of that. Uh,
2: oh, that's that's very much up like Phil and I's like alley of humor. We'd be doing this for an hour.
0: <laughs> uh, here's my impression of if AA made Jolene their uh their anthem. Go clean, go clean.
2: Okay, all right, yeah, all right. Please don't take go. my drugs from me. With <laughs> <laughs> that, with that, has any sense. <laughs> that's the opposite of the message. Go clean, go clean. Go clean, go clean. Take it one day at a time.
0: Ooh, that's actually powerful.
2: Yeah, well, that's the, what was it like 12 steps? Or what, the 12 tenets of AA? Yeah. Go clean, go clean, go clean, go clean. Let go and let go. Cool, goosebumps. I don't know the other ones. <laughs> I mean, I probably should be in AA, but I haven't visited yet. So.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, oh uh you want to get into the third segment?
2: Yeah, let's get into the third segment <laughs> Rename this episode, goldine has Got Them DSL
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's not my fault
2: <laughs> That's it's facts, not, bro It's not your fault, it's not your fault
0: <laughs> That artist <laughs> All I'm saying is Goldine was clearly drawn with uh, Was clearly drawn with in one hand it? Oh <laughs> Oh my god And we started the episode by talking about what Yu-Gi-Oh! cards could be improved with having big titties. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't know why this is where my
2: mind went. Oh, God. Where is
1: my mind?
0: Okay, so Adrian, for this segment, I'm going to be using TV tropes to get a list of famous beards through media. And what I'm going to do is describe the beard found in the media... As described by TV tropes, leave the name of it blank and see if you can reverse engineer what show, movie, uh, whatever they're talking about. I'll let you know what the media is as I go through the list. All right. And I guess it might be a hint that it's going to be alphabetical because that's how TV tropes. Uh, but um, mm, you okay. can use that to your benefit if you want. Okay, let's start with a live action film. This 2007 film features the trope as a central concept. Two men that aren't gay get gay. Two men that aren't gay get gay married for health insurance.
2: I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Ding ding ding. Wait. Also, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know any more about that movie? Uh, no, I've never seen it. Did Adam Sandler or did the other guy need health insurance? And like, how was that not a like a glaring indictment of how health insurance works in our country?
0: <laughs> it clearly was a glaring indictment. But also, did you just call? Uh, did you just call the king of queens the other guy? I don't know, uh, Kevin. The, the, you're really going to put disrespect on Kevin James's name
2: like that? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. Good. I know. I know he's part of what is is Citizen Kane. No, here comes the boom. That's his really famous movie, right?
0: <laughs> oh, I uh, no. I would say it's Mall Cop. and Mall Cop 2.
2: <laughs> Paul Blart. <laughs> put some respect on Paul Blart's name, which is the character's name.
0: Uh, the movie Blank features an ambitious Canadian publisher who is about to be deported and lose her job. She pressures her straight male subordinate to temporarily marry her so she can stay in the U.S. Her parents find out and insist on having the wedding in Alaska. Hilarity ensues.
2: Okay, I think um, this doesn't work for your alphabetical thing, but is that is that not uh, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, the proposal? Ding, ding, ding. Hey, okay,
0: all right. I mean, these are kind of going fast, right? That's not like a super extensive list, and I'm skipping the ones we wouldn't know.
2: Okay. All right, my man.
0: Okay, so that's actually live action movies out of the way. Uh This one is in literature, so I'll give you a clue that it is both a book and a TV show. At the start of the Blank series of novels, he explicitly refers to Rita as a beard, and a disguise used to make him appear more ordinary and normal. Of course, in his case, being gay would be a lot more socially acceptable than the real story. Oh, Dexter. Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool.
0: I like how they wrote that one as if they knew we were going to play this game, because they really gave it that tinge <laughs> of they're not just going to say he's a murderer.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 I like that. That's good. No spoilies. I really got that from Rita. I was going to say American Psycho for some reason. I don't know why.
0: Mister, uh, This is a book I haven't read, but you may have. Mr. Rochester in... Because it's a classic. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rochester in blank pretends to be in love with Blanche Ingram so that Jane would fall as madly in love with him as he has with her. Like
2: Jane Austen? Wuthering Heights? Close. Jane Eyre. Jane Eyre.
0: Ah, goddamn it. That's by Charlotte Bronte.
2: Mm, the Bronte sisters, I'll tell you what.
0: Okay, we are out of, uh, we're
2: out of, um, literature. Alright, alright. Go to live-action TV. I feel like there's another whose line is it anyways one where it doesn't matter what the score is, but I feel like I'm doing pretty good.
0: In order to make his ex-wife jealous, Jack has Liz pretend to be his girlfriend. This, of course, is an early episode where there was UST.
2: Oh, is this Dirty Rock? Yeah. I
0: yeah. guess UST must mean ultimate timeline or something, ultimate show Uh,
1: I don't know what that means, yeah.
0: Not ultimate, or ulterior, nah. uh, I don't know, but I feel like what they're implying is that, like, you know, that ex-wife wasn't around. One of your favorite shows in the world. Uh, Used when Penny's dad came to visit. He. it is (laughs) Bazinga!
2: Okay, you got it. (laughs) The Big Bang Theory, what's a...
0: Ooh, this is a show I watched recently, in blank. Homelander and Queen Maeve are officially a couple, but in private, this isn't the case. Queen Maeve is bisexual, with Homelander being her beard. She isn't shown having genuine attraction toward him.
2: That's the boys. The boys. Let's do one for the boys.
0: The titular character and Willow both play the beard for Xander in one scene in Teacher's Pet in order to protect his ego. It
2: might be Angel or it might be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ding.
0: Yep, you got it. Which one? Oh, Buffy. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
0: Sweet. In the final episode of Blank, Sam recruits Rebecca to act as this for his meeting with Diane. Diane, meanwhile, brings another man with her to the meeting. It all falls apart when Rebecca's estranged boyfriend comes back and proposes to her, followed by Diane's date's boyfriend arriving to reclaim him from
2: Sam. Is this BoJack Horseman? This is Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. I wasn't going to get that one. I was like, is there an episode like that in BoJack Horseman? All
0: tit- favorite show? <laughs> the titular character and Sarah's relationship begins as a pretense. In a third season episode, this and the actual sexual tension between them was lampshaded by having the titular character and Morgan discuss it after the latter found out the titular character was a spy and the entire relationship was a cover.
2: That's a lot. Uh, I will say this
0: is a middle school classic show.
2: Middle school classic?
0: I'll give you an even bigger hint if you can't answer it. Ned's
2: Declassified School Survival Guide.
0: One of your really good friend from middle school's Ben's favorite shows. I remember he liked it so much that I still to this day remember he really liked this show.
1: Oh,
2: Chuck. Yeah. Hey, okay. All right. All right. I thought you were going to say Phil and I was like, is this Everybody Loves Raymond? <laughs>
0: The episode, Out with Dad, has Martin pretend to be gay to avoid having a double date with the titular character's date's mother. When she then tries to set him up with her uncle, he grabs the nearest available beard to rebuff him, which just so happens to be
2: Niles. (laughs) Frasier.
0: Niles was a real big giveaway. Yeah, I was about to say,
2: I wasn't going to get that either way. I thought thought it was Martin, but I was like, you wouldn't say Martin if it was Martin, so...
0: In the episode of Blank called The Beard, Redacted becomes the beard for a gay man she ends up falling for. Redacted, quote, he went back to playing for the other team. Here's the thing. Being a woman, I only really have access to the uh, equipment. What? 30, 45 minutes a week? And that's on a good week. How can I be expected to have the same expertise as people who own this equipment?
2: That is Seinfeld, right? That is, that's Elaine, <laughs> <a lane>. yeah. <laughs> I
0: redacted the name because I was hoping there's a slim chance he wouldn't get it.
2: No, no, no. I think the playing for the other team thing was very much of its time for Seinfeld.
0: It's like the classic Seinfeld thing of coming up with a specific way to say something and then really, like, hammering it in through the whole episode. like Master
2: the- of my domain. <laughs>
0: Okay, so th- I don't know what animes you've seen, but these are the animes that whose names I recognize. Okay. Uh, implied to be why Prince Schneisel keeps appearing with Nina Einstein, Einstein in public as his aide and brother drops very big hints about his true sexuality. Of course, Nina herself is desperately in love with the prince's dead little sister.
2: Oh, it's Code Geass.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. I recognize the name for that, so I was like, it's a, probably a popular one.
2: That's, uh, that's Tin's favorite anime. Oh, cool. Uh, no one can ever forgive what you did to Table I I wouldn't be able to.
0: <laughs> I also recognize some more of these. I, I went ahead and skipped the one with Death Note, and I'm going to skip Spy X Family, even though I feel like I recognize that one.
2: Yeah, because I just talked about that earlier this episode.
0: Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> My brain doesn't work, man. I know. <laughs> okay, that's it, man. We've gone through all the mediums.
2: Hey, all right. Can I read the description for Spy Family? Oh, yeah, sure.
0: When Lloyd and Yor first meet, they agreed yeah, to play the beard for the other. All right, Adrian, I think you did do pretty well. I think uh, the names well, were a big you picked out the hand. ones
2: that I would know, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I should have probably gone through and pre-edited the, the names. That's, to that's make a collider it. variable. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Adrian? They don't always, be ha- have, they don't always have to be hard. Sometimes they can... Uh, Sometimes they can give you a little confidence boost. Yeah. Think about it now. When you go to trivia, you're going to feel like you're on top of the world. You're going to be... Everything that would have been on the tip of your tongue is going to be coming straight to your brain because you've kind of loosened up the tip muscles.
2: My yeah. Hey, I mean, if you see a picture of Goldie, it's sure shirt, will will be... <laughs> <laughs> All right, big facts, no cap, let's get out of here. Um,
0: big fact. Why Goldie's so sexy, though? What up with that? And
2: <laughs> <laughs> my no cap... Jolene 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 why are you putting lean in my scissor up in my sprite
0: alright bye Adriana with a fun one
2: man we learned nothing in this episode <laughs> Jolene
1: Jolene 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 I'm begging of you please don't take my man Jolene, 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 Jolene. Please don't take them just because you can. Your beauty is beyond compare. Your flaming locks of auburn air, liver skin, and eyes of emerald green. Your smile is like a breath of spring. Your voice is like soft summer rain. And I cannot compete with you, Jolene talks about you in his sleep there's nothing i can do to keep from crying when he calls your name jolene but i could easily understand how you could easily take my man but you don't know what he means to me jolene 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 Choice of me, but I can never love again. He's the only one for me, Jolie. I had to have this talk with you. My happiness depends on you. Whatever you decide to do, Jolie.